Welcome to Google Ads Unleashed, the podcast that helps you harness the power of Google Ads to increase sales for your online business. In an ever-changing Google Ads landscape, we uncover the latest strategies, techniques, and best practices for creating effective ad campaigns that deliver real results. And now your host, Jeremy Young. Hello everyone, I've got a fantastic announcement to make. Next Thursday, for the first time ever, I'm going to reveal my strategies on how to maximize your sales during Q4 with Google Ads. In this free webinar, I am going to show you seven step strategy which you can deploy for your Google Ads account. I will also reward everyone who's gonna make it to the end with a fantastic 10 minute one-to-one session where I will give my best advice on where you can borrow my brain, which usually people pay quite a bit of money for. So head over to the website now and register your interest. It is next Thursday at 7 p.m. UK time. It is completely free. Hopefully see you soon. And hello, guys. Welcome back to Google Ads Unleashed. I've got a special guest here today, my longtime friend, Guy. Um, we have actually been working together for, Christ, how many years, Guy? Since Too long. Uh, <laughs> a long time. Too long. Like, <laughs> thanks, thanks for um, that No, like I think November. 2016, I'd like to say, 17, yeah. maybe. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's when we worked in uh, um, in the place that cannot be named uh, t- t- together. And yeah, <laughs> since uh, I think now um, we've been working with each other now for over two years, very closely. And I think yeah. it's been just yeah. over two years. Yeah, good. So it's my first guest podcast. So um, hopefully uh, uh, it's, it's a tiny little honor for you. At least 100 people per week are listening to this. So, Fantastic. Um, so fingers crossed it'll, uh, uh, people will like it. And I think we should just start with sort of introducing you a little bit, shall we? Yeah. So, um, yeah. so my name's Guy. I've been at this game for around 14 years. So 14 years? Something like that, yeah. I well, added I... it up the other day. It's just, uh, well, the digital marketing kind of spectrum, but yeah. uh, paid is well over 10. I started off as an SEO and then learned that I get much yeah, better. I, I didn't know you started with SEO. Where, where, yeah. where did you start that? So started at like a law firm and just with a casual interest in website and web design. But then okay. SEO, I did that five years or so and then you know you get into those roles where you want to be the unicorn marketer where you've got to you've got to be the seo guy you've got to be the email guy you've got to be the ppc guy so um started off with that um but yeah seo um i mean it's got its strengths but the thing that i prefer with ppc is you get that instant sort of satisfaction of when you make changes you can kind of tell usually within a few days or within a week certainly um if if that change has had an impact whereas like before when i was an seo the the kind of client clients would ask oh when am i going to see results and i'd be like 
Um, it's coming. Just wait it's like a couple of months. You never yeah, know. It's a lot of smoke and mirrors as well, isn't it? Like, it can be. It yeah. can be. So it it depends. It's, I mean, this industry is full of people who um, pull the wool over people's eyes and they're quite dishonest and stuff like that, um, which obviously I don't like. Um, but um, I found like with PPC, I'm far more suited because I'm numbers uh, driven and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. you can just see it straight away. Um, the, the the impact that you've had within a within like a few days, and it's a good 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 place to test new products and test new things rather than like like if you've got like a new product range and you don't want to put all your efforts into SEO first. Um, well, it's good to test with you know, PPC first to see if it does bring those returns and then roll out your SEO strategy. So they are tied in together and they should work together. You should always work together with your SEO. Um, but yeah, um, I'm definitely... Is that, is that what sort of got you into that space then as well? Or um, Yeah, so yeah. I kind of um, way, back, way, way back when I was doing... Um, you know what's quite funny, actually. Uh, so, sorry to interrupt. So, uh, this is actually all new to me as well. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I used to do like loads of SEO audits, and um, which is great because you can chuck in a bit of software, and it doesn't take you that long, and um, it spits out all the all all the information you need, and you can charge a little bit for it. Obviously, there's a lot more to it than that. Um, but yeah, I started off with SEO, really enjoyed it. Um, but then sort of thought, hmm, I, I prefer to know or, or tell clients or like a prediction of what's going to happen. And I, I just love charts um, and numbers. And I, I think I'm far more suited to that than SEO. <laughs> Did you go into agency then straight away, or uh, how did that happen? No, so I I started off with in house, and yeah. then um, started uh, sort of dabbling with social ads at, at the same time as doing SEO, and then sort of grew into um, more in house with google ads and basically being the unicorn marketer trying to do everything uh all in one go for for very little money oftentimes or not um the, the ads the ads job adverts were often like we're looking for someone to to, to do our email our so seo uh must be an seo experience uh, seo uh, expert must be a pbc expert must be uh, amazing in facebook ads um and you know, for like seventeen k <laughs> salary or something, you know. It, I mean, I'm joking, but um, it's it's never. Um... I've, I've seen so many memes go around on LinkedIn just now, where people are like, when um, it's all these memes, you know, when when uh, the client wants this result but has this budget, this <laughs> like, budget, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that is it. And um, so do, after, do you know, do you know that do you know that meme of the what's it called the Doge the the poor uh, dog died the other day, innit? So ah, yeah, yeah. Is it called that. Doge or do yeah, Doge? Yeah, it's like all pumped up. What, what what the client wants and then what the budget is it's like <laughs> it just cowering in the corner, like <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, uh, so, so there's that, and I think a lot of businesses don't really have too much. Um, I don't know. They, they they have maybe unrealistic expectations. Some of them, yeah. Um, so they want like one person who can do everything, rather than have 
someone really, really specialist, which I, I, I much prefer to hire a specialist person. You get far better results and oh, yeah. you're I mean, restricted by time as well. You know, and a lot of the times I ended up doing emails and email marketing, which I can do quite well, but it's not something I enjoy. And also they throw in design as well. Oh, you'll be the design guy as well because you're quite good on Canva. <laughs> and it's like... I don't want to do. I don't really want to do that. I want to do. Um, I want to do PPC, or I, I just want to do SEO. But yeah, yeah. over over time, then um, just completely uh, straight up, just specialize in uh, PPC, um, social, and Google Ads, Bing Ads, all that sort of jazz. Um, yeah, I've been doing that for well over ten years, PPC specifically, anyway. That's that's yeah. amazing. You come across it all. Like you, there's there's not much of an account that I haven't seen. Um, down to like you know your boring shelving company <laughs> that just sell like hundreds and hundreds of different types of shelves. Um, down to like big 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 retailers. You know high street retailers. Um, I often find um that the smaller clients. Uh, harder than the ones with chunky, chunky, chunky budgets because the smaller clients, so say you've got like a budget up to a, a thousand pound or two, even two thousand pound, you've got to try and squeeze as much as you can yeah. um, out of very little, and it takes time to get that data. Um, whereas someone who's got a bigger budget, obviously, you're going to get those learnings a lot quicker. Um, and I find that smaller business uh, businesses are a lot more cautious with spending mm. money they're afraid to just let loose um which is understandable um and uh, uh, <laughs> i sometimes just challenges. don't have as much of an understanding right as well of um of sort of what's realistic in terms of cpas i remember when i started out with yd right i am um, uh, i had this client and they were like a glazing company and yeah. at the time, I sort of took on quite a lot of clients, uh, you know, for so just when you start out, right? Like uh, hobbles sort of turn into sort of the main business. I remember specifically having this conversation about uh, what's achievable and the goals. And that was at the time when COVID broke out, right? So oh, as a blazing yeah. company, they were able to make those screens, you know, the protective screens that you saw yes. in shops, et cetera. And they sold them for like a premium price because they were made from real glass and they costed something like, to buy you know three screens it was like 500 pound plus you know yeah. for like a basic one and i spoke to the guy and said so what do you think is like a realistic target cpa you know for a sale sort of uh ross and i i'm not joking he genuinely said i don't know a fiver maybe <laughs> yeah i'm gonna deliver a ross of 100 buddy no problem <laughs> <laughs> a fiver that's, like uh, again, that's, that's like the mass you know he, uh, he wasn't he wasn't like like he was being dead serious just like oh, i don't know we can afford maybe a fiver or something wow. a fiver per customer wow. you absolutely joking yeah whereas bigger businesses usually have you know more of an understanding of this stuff right which is why yeah. that's what put them to where they are in the first place of course you know uh yeah by, you know to uh, understand how to really grow a business so a, a lot of it is like learning and an education process as well yeah. i find like with small and i i quite enjoy that I, I quite like the the teaching side of it but it's where it's where they try and kind of 
take over completely um, and and say, oh, what you're doing isn't right. And it's like, well, you're, you're yeah. supposed to be paying me for, for my expertise. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't, uh, I don't, don't hire a builder to come in and do some uh, some building for me and tell him how to do the job. Kind of yeah, thing. marketing's yeah. a very weird discipline, right? It's a, it's a little bit like um, interesting as well when uh, – uh, like with with politics, um, um, because I study politics, right? And I try to yeah, run for council a couple of times, and um, obviously I've you know studied policy making, etc. So, and oftentimes it's like um, when I worked a couple of jobs as well, people sort of interfered with um, um, you know what you suggested, and I'm like, you paid me to do the work. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know? Like yeah. I've been doing this for. For for many years and put lots and lots and lots of hours into learning how to do this properly, and you telling me you know like this the, the your way is the better way. Why do you hire me in the first place? It's weird, isn't it? But yeah, uh, I mean, uh, I'm all for like feedback and getting oh, yeah, ideas. You know, yeah. we've got to take that on. But then you know they give you like this <laughs> wild card idea, like yeah, oh, can put this, this ad light of life, and you look at the ad like ooh. That's not going to work, and you just know from experience that it's yeah. conveying that kind of message um, yeah. in a, in so, a positive way to them. You know, yeah. So you energy. you then start with your first agencies, right? So uh, and that was sort of the last decade, I, I would imagine. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. You get you gain a lot of experience in agency work because you oh, you I... get a big mix of you know. Um, clients um some very very demanding some are a bit little bit easier going um so yeah i mean we've all we've all been we've we've had them (laughs) oh 100 cool amazing so um yeah and and now we're obviously been working together for two years and scaling accounts spending about three million uh pound per month um, that's an, an enormous amount of money, and I yeah. sometimes have to pinch myself, like how, how much money that, that yeah. is. But uh, yeah, everything everything's going great, and I think um, this is sort of a nice little sort of segue to what I want to talk to you about a little bit today. Um, I've already done a podcast on it yesterday, which is uh, I think have come out by now uh, when people are listening to this, but, um, uh, our colleague Cherie was very nice to prepare a couple of surprise questions for us today. Nice. And I want to a little bit talk to you about Q4 because obviously that's now the, you know, as every year, a uh, bit, bit like, um, uh, Groundhog Day, um, every year it's the sort of, uh, big hot topic, right? How to maximize sales. Yeah. Um, what, um, what, what, you know, uh, you need to do now to get the most out of it, because in the end, it's like 40 to 60% of business for, um, most online businesses. Right. So, uh, unless you sell swimwear, <laughs> something yeah. like that, yeah. um, of course, uh, but even then it's really, really strong. So, um, Shree's prepared a few questions first, and, um, I want to like maybe pop a few, uh, uh, through a few of them and obviously sort of harness a bit your experience so that the listeners can learn a couple of things, how we think and, you know, what our thought process on a couple of things. So the first one she's dug out for us is why do you think it's important for advertisers to um, prepare in advance for the coming quarter and to, uh, yeah, just um, get everything sorted, you know, before you fall? 
good question. You have to know which products are your best sellers. So you might think you know that already, uh, but what's worth doing is going into analytics or um, even creating a report in um, Google Ads and downloading, say, your top top 50 or however big your stories could be a top 10 list and just downloading those and making sure um, that all of those products in your list um, are um, have enough reach and exposure and budget on them in your Google Ads. So, for example, mm-hmm. you could download your top sellers for all channels in Google Analytics, and um, you might find that in Google Ads there are some products that just aren't selling. Um, or the 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 the, the 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 top sellers for organic maybe aren't the top sellers for um, Google Ads. So what you can do is maybe make another campaign and prepare and just test, test, test. Um, so you should already be um, testing by now. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot you can do for making sure that your your cat your 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 core products um have enough budget and reach on them because if you've got them we've spoken this before um if you've got them all in like a catch-all performance max campaign um you'll find that maybe i don't know only like 10 maybe maybe 20 percent of the products will be showing uh, or having the most volume essentially and there's going to be some that just aren't getting enough um budget or enough reach on so you could pull those out and chuck them into another campaign assign them a new budget and just let it rip and we've had amazing success doing that um because in a catch-all as how the algorithm works is it if google finds that say three of your products are going to be are going to be delivering that ROAS target they'll just keep pushing those products um and the the rest of the products will just um they, they'll serve but not as much not as, much, as yeah. often so uh yeah be sure to test and don't be afraid to pull out and segment um products into their own categories try not to have catch-alls for everything basically but yeah, yeah test like mad now um in in preparation for uh the big november and black friday and all that sort of stuff yeah i I think it's really important for people to sort of not only prepare them campaigns but also prepare what they're actually going to be doing right uh yeah we're trying to tie this up with clients right now um with a lot of them we're already got everything in place some of them are just, you know, they take their time, have internal and, processes, etc. It's not they change their offers, change <laughs> their offer, which is, yeah. by the way, one of the most common mistakes we see when people sort of, especially this goes sort of back a little bit to what we said before, when people, um, you know, think they have a better idea of what's going to work. And then someone in, uh, in the boardroom says, no, we should be running this instead. And they basically have no idea how much they are more or less shitting all over the plans that have already been made. Yeah. Um, so it's mega important to prepare what sales you're going to run on which days, um, what's, you know, what is going to be the offers. Are you going to make special bundles, all this sort of stuff? Um, oh, yeah, so which no. actually takes us to the next thing. What what do you think are sort of the most common mistakes we've seen in the past? Yeah. Because we've, we've been doing one. this for many years now, haven't we? So Yeah. On, on that note, a mistake um, would be uh, making offers that are overly complicated 
Um, yeah. oh, you know, but, amen. Uh, buy buy three get 20 percent off buy four get 45 percent off buy four. you know it's 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 too too complicated and it's quite hard to chuck in like tiers and stuff into the feeds and it just over complicates the offer um so that we, we found that in the past so we, we, we we've had clients in the past where they've had a simple offer one year and then the next year they they did a very very complicated sort of tiered kind of uh, discount structure and the simpler one actually worked better i mean it's of course going to be different for different businesses but i would say try and keep the the offer simple as you can so people can understand it um, yeah okay i always say how about uh, you a kiss is the strategy in there uh keep keep it simple stupid yeah yeah um that's that's something that uh i i say over and over again just keep it simple and uh oftentimes it's sometimes choosing promotions as well which do not work on all platforms because maybe you can push those offers a little bit more easily on on meta or tiktok yeah because you can pretty clearly de like communicate in a little video what the offer is going to be but google doesn't work that way right you only have like the promotion extensions that you have for instance or um or how the sale price badge works on on uh on product listings has certain technical limitations which you cannot change right like that's just how it is yeah and uh, if you make an offer that you can't sort of uh, what's the word when you try to uh, like sort of try and force it into um you you can't sort of force the offer into how the technical setup of the platform is yeah. right so yeah. it has to be the other way around you have to see what's possible and then shape your offer around it um i think something i see very often as well is um a, a relatively common mistake is that people just don't do the basics right to start with right um very often people are thinking now okay now maybe i should run in some google ads Oh, I can hear I can hear the dogo in the background. Love it, love it. Um, yeah, so... German Shepherd on guard. <laughs> she's uh, she's keen for Q four. Um, no, so uh, but uh, I see a lot of people like sort of skip the basics, right? And they still don't have their titles optimized or have their feed optimized, and they think, oh, with Q four, don't matter. I can run a few ads, but basically, it just flushing money down the drain. Um, I've I've seen it all. Yeah. Um, yeah do you have any 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 few more ideas of stuff that people should be avoiding and not doing um oh, oh, oh an obvious one is keeping um an eye on your competitors there's a google um transparency tool isn't there so you could have a little uh, if you if you type in google ads transparency uh tool ads transparency you can have a little peek at uh, what um, ads people are running and your competitors um so keep an eye on that um but yeah and also just plan your offers and kind of stick to them because yeah. <laughs> if you change them all the time again that's going to cause confusion and you're not going to probably get the result that you want um, 100% you've also so, mentioned already um, uh, um something that's really interesting and that is basically to um like this is by the way an amazing bonus tip guys i think i've shared before but this i can't hammer home how important this one is so really dig out your best sellers maybe even the best sellers of q4 because sometimes they're seasonal if you have previously yes data. 
and smash them into one performance max without assets, max conversion value, and just let it rip. This is an yeah. amazing, amazing strategy, which works over and over well. But what other sort of strategies or little techniques and stuff do you think people should be doing um, for the Q4 campaigns? So um, what I've done in the past, and I actually had a, a, a call with Google recently about this as well, um, and and yeah, they gave good advice. Surprisingly, <laughs> yeah. sorry, it's I think often. I've got an aneurysm. <laughs> I know it's not, it's not often. Uh, the the usual the the usual advice is increase your budget. Yeah. <laughs> increase your budget. The yeah. ROAS, uh, we're like, oh, the ROAS is really down. So you know, we've um we've had to reduce the budget to you know make the ROAS yeah. go up a little bit. And and she's like, oh no, you should increase the budget. It takes uh, over thirty days to uh, for it to figure itself out. And we're like, yeah, but they're losing money. <laughs> they can't afford to lose money for thirty days. Uh, but anyway, um, so the thing that I'd recommend is if you've got um assets already in your P maxes that mm-hmm. are what we'll call evergreen they're on all the time and nothing changes duplicate those and then with uh, so then you'll have exactly the same asset group and then go within those assets and ch- update your images to uh within the assets to like black friday images and all that sort of stuff yeah and then um you can have specific uh black friday headlines in there as well so have those active and if you do that now um it won't have to it doesn't have to go through the learning phase again because the learning phase happens at campaign level um and i also confirmed that with google as well recently so um that is true uh, so you can start preparing and creating those now. So then when it comes to Black Friday or whenever you have a sale on, you can just Watch pause your evergreen one and then enable your uh, sale or Black Friday um, PMAX asset groups. Um, also, within those PMAX asset groups for Black Friday or for uh, a sale, you can add uh, audience signals for people who are looking for um, – um black friday shoppers oh, and that, that is a sick tip that that's, that so is really amazing that put chuck chuck that in on that asset group um but obviously don't put it in on the evergreen one um and then what will happen it'll, you're giving google a signal to you know show to people who are looking for the bargains and all that sort of stuff so if you've got a good offer um and you think you're competitive do that. I think it. I think it really help. Yeah. And you, and within the audience signals in itself as well. Make sure you you have you know all users in there, all data from GA four. Chuck in as much as you can as that, that's relevant. So in market audiences, just chuck them all in. Uh, not you know that that makes sense. Chuck the ones in that make sense. Don't yeah. don't act, literally chuck them all in. There. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's, there's so many. But uh, ones that are relevant to your business, just do a little search. So if you're a jewelry company, just type in jewelry and it'll come up with like recommendations like bracelets and all that sort of stuff. But add in your Black Friday shoppers um uh audience as well. So into that asset group. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, any any further tips? I mean, um, yes. Uh, yeah. Cool. So one of my favorite things is a countdown timer. Um, I, so... love, I love a good countdown. Timer. Yeah. 
So what you do... Um, it feels like you're hacking Google with that, Ines. It feels I know. like you're sort of uh, you're using something like other people don't know about. Really. I absolutely love countdown timers. Um, so they are quite complicated to write out in Google Ads Editor. So um, just because of the structure of them, and I'll, yeah. I'll explain why, um, they just look a little odd. It's a little bit of code that you've got to you've what's, got to the, what's, what's the name of that? Um, uh, uh, it's uh, a syntax, and I call it squiggly bracket. <laughs> squiggly um, brackets, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure there's a clever name for them. I was, yeah, so I was talking to someone the other day and trying to explain them that concept, and I was like, you know the brackets with the... And they had no fucking clue. Next to the P on the keyboard, yes. I'm going to do a Google search while you talk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, to create those, go into your your interface, duplicate an ad or a Pmax or something, and then go into the one that you want to edit, go to headline two, and then just type in uh, for headline two, sale ends in... And then do squiggly bracket, which is shift and the open square. Um, and then you, a thing will pop up in the interface and you'll see countdown pop up. So do that, uh, click that and make sure that you set the time of when you want it to start and when you want it to end. So then once you've set that up, you can just basically copy and paste the code all across your ads, pin it to headline two. I always find that helps. Yeah, it does um, help. Yeah. So, although so, Google hates it, but uh, sometimes yeah. just ignore what Google says and yeah. use I mean, if, if, if you see, like, yeah, if you see an ad for something that you looked at, which will be in headline one, or you know, um, but but then headline two says sale ends in three days or sale ends in you know five hours, it kind of creates urgency, and um, <laughs> those things are fire. Absolutely. By the way, guys, you will not believe it. You know how you said squiggly brackets. They are literally called curly brackets. Are they? <laughs> I wasn't I would, have, I would have thought things like some sort of uh, mathematical term Technical for it. Term. Or, or something more intelligent than just curly brackets. Uh, <laughs> that's, uh, my day. Well, that's funny. I'll continue to call them squiggly brackets. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you shall. You shall, mate. Um, but yeah, try that. I absolutely love um, countdown timers. Um, they work amazingly well. Cause, so they are, I haven't mentioned, but if you haven't used them before, they're dyna- dynamic. Um, so whenever someone searches for something, you, you set your end date of your sale. Uh, be very careful on the, t- the default settings as well, because it defaults to either midnight on mm-hmm. the day which would be far too early, or you can do it to like 11 o'clock, 11 p.m. Yeah. Um, so be careful of those timings. Um, I know people who've been caught out by that, and they've ended up having the countdown timer end a day sooner than they want to. Um, so be careful with that. But what they do, they are um, dynamic. So they um, uh, so say if there's three days left of the sale, then it'll say sale ends in three days or sale ends in um, one day and then sale ends in hours and then minutes. So mm-hmm. it creates mass urgency. Um, you can't change. Unfortunately, you can't change the kind of message before the countdown timer to a longer one. So you can't say, yeah, uh, I, do, I don't think discount 
ends in. I think that's slightly too long, even. Um, I'm not sure. I just, just sail ends in. It's probably. Say, I know sail ends in always works, um, but if you go a bit too long, um, it'll get disapproved because the character count. Um, yeah. But sail ends in always works, and it's 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 fantastic. And I'm going off on one. That on on another note with a squiggly bracket, you can also do squiggly bracket, um, and you can type um, delivered to squiggly bracket, and then location, and then it'll give you an option as to type the location. So, so you do delivered to uh, squiggly bracket. A thing will pop up, and you select location, and then it'll dynamically. Um, select when someone's it'll it'll know dynamically where where somebody is searching from this is a dope for descriptions as well by the way yeah you can see like uh you know it it, it delivered to uh hemel hempstead uh by this day or something like that yeah yeah Yeah. so so you could say stuff like um in in and, and there's a default so if google doesn't know where the person is it it can default to um i default it to the word you so um quick Correct, delivery yeah. to uh squiggly bracket and then location and then it'll either say like bristol or it'll say you or wherever you're from i i absolutely love that as well because yeah, it's personalizing you know, the ads it's, so it's such a small thing right but it just gives you such an edge uh, compared yeah. to others yeah, and it's a signal to Google as well, right? Because yeah, um, uh, it it means that Google will more likely serve these ads as well because it knows that there's hyper personalization in them, so it knows it, the relevancy will much more likely be higher. And once it does, it will continue to serve the ads, um, yeah. you know, o- over others. Um, what about any 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 further things? Um. Well, just, I, just, I, I can I can chuck one out. Promotion extensions, obviously, yeah, is that yeah. a no-brainer. But uh, something that I find always very interesting is a lot of people, um, there's a bit of a debate of strikeout prices versus uh, yes, that's codes. a good one. Yeah. So what's your thoughts on that? I quite like strikeout prices. Strikeout um, prices all the way. That's my opinion anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just because it makes the listing so much sexier, right? There's a couple of restrictions about, of course, when it can show, but everyone knows the classic Google shopping listing where um, it says the sale badge and it shows the like lower sale price in in green. Um, it just like it, it is literally money printing uh, yeah. compared to discount codes. Um, I've I've found that multiple times as well that um, uh, if if people sort of struggle to uh, produce those sale uh, prices that they they're just going to get snowed under by competition. Mm. Yeah. yeah, 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 and and also it eliminates the reviews. So um, uh, if you you know use uh, let's say in Merchant Center some sort of promotion. Uh, it it trumps the reviews, uh, and then as a result, you lose your boost from from the reviews as well, which is uh, um, obviously uh, not great. No, <laughs> let's let's no. put it like that. Reviews uh, and social proof so important. Absolutely. Um, um, now let's talk a little about something that um, I know 
right up your street, and that is um, optimizing the landing pages doing Q4, your product yeah. pages. Yeah. You are a CRO nerd. I know well, that. Well, I love it, yeah. yeah. So um, uh, what would be your sort of top two or three tips uh, what to do um, and to optimize your shop towards in Q4? Because this is something a lot of people don't do either, right? This is something yeah. that so many people just don't bother doing uh, and just keep the normal evergreen sort of uh, – um, where yeah. I go in and you know it is the biggest sale event of the year like show on your website that you have yeah. your sale so what are what are your thoughts on that first look at your site on your phone stop stop making the design for for um desktop only and oh it might look great on a desktop but check how it looks on your phone um because i've seen it before where um the the offer is say like in the top banner and the discount code is in the top banner but on a phone um the banner looks really small because because with google ads they're taken to the product page which a lot of people don't realize they like well some businesses don't realize um and then they have all this like um you know q4 offers on the home page and all that sort of stuff well people aren't going to the home page from google ads shopping they're going to the product page so whatever offer you have on your banner home screen they're not going to see so if you, if you do have banners in, and offers and discounts at your top on your top banner, make sure they are visible and don't use uh, dull colours. Um, you know, like really uh, wishy washy kind of browns and um, stuff that washes out uh, with the other colours amongst amongst mm-hmm. the website. So say if you've got, um, I don't know. Um, a certain color website um you have to contrast uh that color with another one so that it pops so don't because if you use the same color for your banner um as you do for the rest of the website you kind of have color blindness um so you it's not going to pop um make sure that your banner is clear and easily seen um and make sure that that isn't just the single point of failure as well so another tip following on from that is have countdown timers right next to the price and the basket um so right next to the add to basket um so if you've got a discount code say discount code ends in in x and then the countdown timer or even if it's just the sale right because naturally we suggest if 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 possible um yeah i mean countdown timers it's funny really isn't it it's like such a simple concept but uh in the end marketing's really just uh human psychology right and once you understand that um you know we're all still cavemen and fight for uh you know, fight against the time and fight against, uh, um, you know, the same meat of the saber to the tiger. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, then in the end, uh, you sort of understand why the principles continue to work. Yeah. Um, are there any other shop changes you'd recommend? Um, I would ch- uh, check your, um, make sure that your checkout is, is, is good. Um, and make sure that it works and there's no um there's there's no issues sometimes there's i've seen issues in the past where kind of like pay if if you have paypal or like an external kind of um payment gateway 
Uh, sometimes I've, I've seen it where conversions aren't tracking properly um, or they're double tracked. So you think you're earning more than what you, you actually are. So mm. prepare for that. This, this um, after what I said, basics, right? Like get your yeah. conversion track and sorted, upload customer lists, get your product titles optimized, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. That, that needs to, you know, there shouldn't be any surprises when, uh, where, when that happens, really. Yeah. And also don't, um, if you, if you've got, e-com store obviously uh try and get everything that you want at the top of the page so um so don't don't have these kind of extremely long descriptions i mean they're great great for seo but you can have like a summary at the top and then if they want to open and see the description they can click it and they can see it further down or you can use like accordions to shorten the page um but everything um uh, that you want people to do should be what they call above the fold. So, yeah. ab- like when when you when you um, see the screen, you should be able to just click add to basket and have a very uh, small description or summary. And if you want to see into more of the product, then you 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 can by clicking the accordion or looking at the description. A good example um, is just to look at kind of the the top retailers and see what they're doing because they put an enormous amount of money into a CRO and testing and that sort of stuff. So yeah. um, do that by example. Um, yeah. Um, those that that's what I would say the most. And even if you're not running a sale, you could even run a, I'm obsessed with countdown timers. So I'll just put this out. Um, run a cat, run a, a countdown timer for when people can get the, the product so um order now and get it deliver order with order within the next and then countdown timer and get delivery by and then tuesday or and, and have that dynamically change that is huge even if you're not running sale that countdown timer can really give you a bit of an uplift even if it's by like half a percent or even one percent that is huge over the course of a year so yeah, I, I'm all over all over countdown timers. Um, and one thing not to do, I don't know if this is on the list of no questions to come, um, not to do is to have so much gamification and like, so it looks spammy and kind yeah. of... I mean, less you know is I mean? more sometimes, right? Yeah. So, you know, we, yeah. we, I mean, we've been there. We've, we've both done it with our own e-com stores where we have this gamification wheel and then... And then, you know, you, you go to close and then a th- another thing pops up and then another thing pops up. It's too much. It's, it's, it's too off putting, I think. Um, I mean, obviously, if it works with your numbers and you've seen it work, then great. But, um, yeah, uh, tr- I, I wouldn't recommend too much, uh, gamification with those spin to win wheels. And I think they, I think they definitely can cheapen a website and yeah. an overall feel. Because uh, I don't think many people believe them that you can win. It's just a way no, to get your email address. I, I, I think it was a gimmick that was popular a couple of years ago and new, yeah. and now everyone's seen it. You know, there's yeah. there's certain fashions in e-com as well, right? Uh, That's it, and that was um, definitely one of them. You know, to do to you know stuff like, do you remember free plus shipping? Uh, I guess yeah. it works to a certain extent still, yeah. but uh, depending on what product you have, for instance, if you sell a book or something like that, I suppose uh, it could still work. But 
man, that was like chewed and spat out, you know. Yeah. And I guess that's that's one of the, the, the trends that we've had. Right, cool. Um, I I think um, we're sort of nearing towards the end because um, uh, you know we've been talking for forty odd minutes now already. Crazy! Oh wow, uh, this flown by. Insane. <laughs> um, just I think one sort of last thing, um, kind of um, maybe interesting for a couple of listeners. What sort of the most turn over with one client that uh, you've sort of seen during Q four once? Just uh, because people love a good good high figure. I don't know. I think it's over. Uh, I'd have to get my. I was looking at this earlier. Hold on. One second. No problem. I know a couple of our clients have done. Uh, I've uh, done uh, seven figures last month. Uh, yeah. uh, last month, last year, um, or, or on Google, obviously even higher um, in the entire store. But Google was a massively contributing factor to that. Well, I st- I'm just looking at some uh, results now, and uh, one one of them was um, a c- case study with with you. Uh, is we've we've managed to increase year on year revenue by four hundred and fifty five percent for uh, <laughs> just bonkers. Uh, it started off. Um, I I don't know. Can I say the numbers? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? So um, I've only got a screenshot of where, 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 when I started, uh, which is they were making, they made 18,000 in Q4. It could uh, be that they, yeah, it could be that they started late though as well. Just after, could, yeah. could be, um, but, but, but this goes back to like 29, they, they were doing okay. stuff before that as well. Um, and then, it's a four hundred and fifty-five percent increase uh, from there. So I'm not sure what that. What is that? What number is that? I guess um, isn't it like four hundred and something percent? Don't hold me on that. But four four hundred and something thousand. <laughs> I don't know. It's like five hundred k. I think nearly. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, it was, uh, it was really good. Um, well, yeah, to, to, to the rescue for let's let's try and uh, try and beat the numbers again. Yeah, the, the 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 joy with that one is that we've kind of been allowed to just go for it and do do what we do best, rather than be be constrained. And say, oh, we must put the budget into this, or we must do this, or can yeah. you pause this? We've kind of like had a lot of aut- autonomy with that one. Um, so yeah, thirty six percent increase year on year, ROAS, absolutely fantastic, amazing, um, good stuff. So, yeah. Right. Um, I think with that, we're sort of at the end. As usual, I'll, I'll pop in my, uh, shameless plug. So if you want to, um, if you need help with any Q4 prep, it's a little bit last minute. Um, our agency, uh, spots are filling up massively. Um, yeah. we're sort of at capacity more or less. So we may have one or two more spots left over. Uh, simply send us a message, send us a smoke signal, send us, um, Carrier pigeon, a, a, a pigeon or dead horse head on uh, on <laughs> the end of the bed, uh, or, or whatever method of communication you prefer. Um, we also, of course, we've got um, the course uh, where you can learn all of these strategies yourself. Um, yeah, just simply send us a message, and we're more than happy to help. 
Um, Guy, thank you very much for coming on. I think that was very insightful for a lot of people. Some <laughs> crazy, so. crazy, crazy nuggets in there. And yeah, on a personal level, thank you so, so much as well for, for doing this because uh, I really enjoyed, well, I enjoy talking to you all the time. Fantastic. That's, uh, uh, yeah, thanks Thanks for letting me be here. No problem. Um, and I hope you uh, guys found it useful as well. Um, if you need anything, give us a shout. Lovely. Thank you very much. On that note, happy weekend, everyone, and see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Google Ads Unleashed. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode. If you found value in today's podcast, please share it with others and leave a rating and a review. For more information or to connect with Jeremy, check him out online at www.youngandigital.marketing. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next time.